Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time for Tim. The Tim Weisberg Show on 1420 WBSM and streaming live on WBSM.com and the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message through the WBSM app. And now, WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg. And welcome back in third and final hour of the program here on Friday, our last hour together for the week. Although, you know, it might be in for spooky South Coast tomorrow night, but uh, I promise we would jump right back into the phones. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Thank you for waiting patiently. Or maybe, maybe you didn't. You're on the air? No? Okay. I guess they didn't wait patiently. 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and get involved in the discussion. We can talk about what we just discussed with City Council President Linda Morad and Councilor at Large Brian Gomes. If you missed the discussion, we will have it up for you in a bit on podcast and you can hear it in its entirety. But uh, both of them, you know, discussing the issue between the police union posting things on social media and the police administration saying, you know, hold off, that should come through us. And uh, they both spoke about wanting, you know, getting the information out to people in a timely manner. And so I thought it was uh, very interesting to hear their take on it. And we are still waiting to hear back with a statement from Chief Oliveira. Uh, We had sent in a request and and, uh, Council President Morad is right. We should we should follow up on that since we we're told we would be getting something, and we haven't yet. So uh, we'll see if we can get some more information on that and uh, and add that to the story, too, as well as bringing it to you here on the air. I did get some app chat messages during that discussion. Um, M in New Bedford, you know M. Uh, M, I call him miserable. But uh, he sent in a, an app chat message saying, Ascend New Bedford closes at 7 p.m. Surrounding towns open till 9. Fix it immediately. It should have been till 9 p.m. right from the get-go. City Council is ridiculous with its regulations compared to other towns. Get real. Fix it now. City Council and other cities did not limit hours open. Leave it to stupid New Bedford City Council to screw it up as usual, thinking they know best. They know nothing. Um, Two things. One. I thought partaking in marijuana was supposed to make you more calm and relaxed. If this is M in New Bedford when he is calm and relaxed, I'd hate to see what happens when uh, when he gets to ascend and they're already closed. Secondly, um, I don't know if, you know, these messages, uh, taking a look at the time, um, I don't know exactly where it lines up with what Council President Morad was saying, but she was saying that they're going to be discussing allowing those later hours that that is uh, something that they're working on right now. So I would I would assume that it will only be a matter of a couple of weeks before that adjustment can be made. I don't think it's going to be a long, drawn-out process to get that change to happen. So I would think that very soon you'll be able to have the ability to go 
till 9 p.m. Now the hope is, M, that you can you can get over there in time to to get enough to get you through, so that you don't you don't have this happen again. And as I say this, I'm just kind of waving my hand in general at my computer. 508-996-0500. But that is something, you know, and uh, Council President Morad kind of alluded to it in, in her comments. And even Councilor Gomes said, you know, I had a different approach, a different thought process when when this when this process began. But I've changed my mind about it over time. So the the restrictions that were put in place, New Bedford was very concerned. And I say New Bedford as, you know, the, the, the leadership of the city was very concerned about making sure that they got this right because this was a new industry. This was the Wild West. This was something that was of concern for certain neighborhoods, as Councillor Gomes mentioned. So how were they going to handle that? They didn't have, again, this is brand new. They had to put their regulations that they wanted to have in place. Now, for me, my perspective on it and i'm not somebody that you know regularly partakes in it i'm not a a a regular user of cannabis but people the people of massachusetts voted for it it was legalized we want to have stores where you can buy it so then yeah you need to have some restrictions but it it should be treated now because of the way that it has been Legalized, it should be treated no different than, say, alcohol. So whatever restrictions you put on liquor stores is what you should put on cannabis retailers. Like, I don't think you can have it be out on the counter at a convenience store. I do think that you need to have these places that you have with security in place and things like that. But that's that's more, in my mind, not because of the product. I, I, I kind of do like the idea that, you know, you can't let a, an underage child into one of these places. But it's more about the fact that so many of them were dealing at the time. We were talking about they were going to be dealing as cash businesses because the banks that are federally insured wouldn't allow them to have the ability to deposit money. So they weren't going to allow them to be able to have the use of debit cards and credit cards. They wouldn't, they wouldn't let them do that. It had to be a cash business that then they had to go and, you know, make these deposits in, in a certain way with certain banks as well. But thankfully, that has changed. Thankfully, there have been companies that have come in and said, no, we will offer debit card processing and credit card processing. Even though the banks, you know, the, and the companies that are federally insured won't do that, we will do it. And there has been companies that have popped up just for that. And there have been banks that have said we will, you know, credit unions and things like that who have said we will step up and we will take your money. So they've made it so that it's a it's a much easier process now than we were afraid it was going to be when it was first legalized. But now, you know, it's it's things have changed. They're, they're, we've seen how it works. We've seen how it can work. So I think now is the time to say, like the like counselors were saying, we can ease back on some of these restrictions. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Hello, Spooky. How you doing? Good. How you doing? I'm hanging in there. Yeah, listening to the thing about the uh, marijuana distribution center there, I had a friend that went in there, and he, he was impressed. He said it was run very well, and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, there'll be more in different parts of the city that they can zone it for and everything. 
Uh, who knows? This could be the new uh, marijuana capital of uh, Massachusetts, uh, you know, as far as uh, distribution and all that stuff for the city. I know there's uh, plenty of illegal drugs out there that go on at all times of the uh, night sales and stuff like that, illegal. So I don't see where the marijuana thing would be such a, a push, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, the other thing, last night I listened to uh, South Coast Tonight, and, yeah, they, they were discussing about, you know, the CPA that might be going on at the, uh, the, the council and all the other things they had to do. Uh, since I heard you have one of the bosses there, what happened to the bass man? I thought the bass man would be there reporting in. Uh, no, so we, we're, uh, we're giving him some more hours. We're getting him ready to uh, be more involved in the weekend news. Oh, so you're losing that person in there in the city council to report into you guys? I no, it's just uh, is we're trying to get him ready. He's going to be focusing more on that. And then uh, once we get him more in the flow. So ba- basically, you know, he's he's going to be stepping in for Jim Phillips on Saturdays. Oh, oh I hate to lose Jim. He, to me, he's the, you know, he's the, you know, the uh, senior citizen uh, emeritus of uh, of uh, broadcasting. He's He's finally realized that he retired like years ago. He's, he's, why am I still doing this? Well, why am I still here? He'll never retire. He's, he's got a great delivery, and I, I like his old style. It's just a fax, ma'am, and all that sort of stuff. So, uh, you know, I'm sorry to hear that, even though the bass man. So are you going to get someone to replace the bass man at the city? No, it, once once we get him uh, all ready to go, we'll, we'll have him doing that again as well. Because yeah. I was going to suggest that uh, maybe you uh, would be able to hire somebody part-time who's already there, like Catherine, have Catherine report in <laughs> and give a senior citizen. She already does. Report. She already gives well, us I know, a report. Well, I know, she'd be on the payroll as a part-timer, and, you know, she's uh, uh, very eloquent and uh, uh, clear thinking and uh, does her research, and uh, you give a senior citizen a chance if she wanted it, that sort of stuff. I've, I've actually been pushing her to run, which would then preclude her from being able well, to cover running, it. Running, that's, that's a whole other thing. You talk about Jim not wanting to do the uh, <laughs> the weekend news. I, I hope we do hear from Jim sometime, though, is, is this is it, this is final, he won't be around anymore? And uh, No, I mean, I don't I don't want to speak for him, and I don't want to, you know, I, Jim's not the kind of guy that was going to make any kind of announcement about it anyway, mm-hmm. but it's just, you know, he's he's been doing it on the weekends for a while now and he just wants to you know have that time with his family and not have to well, not have to wake up early on a saturday morning anymore yeah well that's that's too bad i hate to see him go uh how about maybe if uh somebody takes a vacation and he'd fill in during a week sure. yeah no we always use him as a fill-in person yep yeah yeah that, that'd be great you know but again uh yeah yeah i, I last night definitely I, I i believe that um marcus was talking about all the things going on and i was wondering why uh the bass man wasn't there to report in after the meeting or something or give uh, updates. I, I thought that was that was good uh, when he was doing that sort of thing, even though he caught a little um, flack for it, a uh, little man and all that sort of stuff. But I, when I watched it, I didn't think it was as derisive as it seemed. Yeah, just I mean, just to be completely transparent about it, you know, it's not it's not a full time position, so yeah, we're yeah. we're limited. So we save him for the full council meetings that'll be happening, like you know, next week when they'll uh, they'll be voting on the veto and things like that. That's 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 when we want to make sure that we have some. Well, again, this sure. one was important. I think uh, Marcus was referring because the CPA uh, that's the stuff that was coming up and everything, and uh, I think that would have been an interesting thing to hear about who applied and all that sort of stuff. Well, I mean, if anybody wants to volunteer and, and no, do it no, as no, a, no, 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 you're not, you're not pointing the finger at me. If somebody wants to do it as a, as an intern and get some, uh, some college <laughs> credits there. Well, again, uh, you know, uh, 
you, you know, you talk about some of the high school kids, and I know they'd be out late at night and stuff, but if there was a young guy uh, like you, you were when you were young, who was hoping to get into the and, business. So. And I'll be honest with you, we've been trying. There isn't one. That's the problem. I, I, I can understand that. It's, it's a particular thing that someone would have to have a calling for, I think. It's, it's hard to get kids to be interested in this profession when all they hear is people bashing the people that are in the profession. Well, that's the way it is today. Uh, presidential candidates uh, bash one another. uh politicians bash one another the mayor and the city council bash one another it's a bashing world out there now today you know so what, what can you really do it's the world they're growing up in and unfortunately but i think if there's a youngster out there who's uh got a calling for this and like you were uh you know thinking about yeah that might be a be a good way to get a little taste of this sort of thing you know and uh what can i say Absolutely. All right, Jim. All right. You Thank you for the care. call. You yep. you have a good one. Stay spooky. And five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. I mean, that's the thing. Like, there's there's probably a lot of people who say, you know, I, I want to get into radio, and I want to, or I want to get into into the media. And so we put out a job posting for a news reporter or we're looking for a news reporter or something. And, yeah, I'd love to do that. I'd love to come and do that. But what they really want to do is they want to do what I do or they want to do like what Michael Rock and the folks at Fun 107 do or they want to be a sports writer or any of these things. And they they just see this as a foot in the door. And as much as I would love to give people an opportunity, news reporting is not a foot in the door. News reporting is something that, and I've told people in the past that want to get involved in the media, like learn to be a news reporter because that will get you a job. But that doesn't mean you just go in and be a news reporter when your heart is in something else. You have to spend the time studying, learning, knowing how to do this job. It is not an easy job to do to report on the news. You have to know the basic ethics of journalism, first of all. And if you didn't study it in school or you haven't had the chance to study in school yet, it's a very difficult thing to learn on the fly. And you're going to make a lot of mistakes, and those mistakes can put the reputation of the outlet that you're working for at risk. So I try to tell people, I want to find the next Taylor Cormier, you know, the next high school kid that's going to turn into somebody who can be a fantastic reporter, eventual news director, talk show host, all of those things, but they the problem is they just don't exist. That Today's media is they want to be, you know, opinion writers. They want to be bloggers. They want to be sports writers. They want to be, and I tell everybody that tells me, oh, I want to be a sports writer. You were a sports writer, right? How do I become a sports writer? I basically tell them you don't. Like there's no opportunity for that anymore unless you're going to be one of these internet, you know, journalists and everybody is vying for those jobs. So you either start your own site with a lot of capital to stand out in a crowded field or chances are very slim you're going to get that job, at least here in New England. You can go be a sports writer somewhere else and, and, and jump right into that right into that field. But here in New England, it's such a cutthroat area when it comes to that. You know, I, I, I looked myself into going and moving out to Portland and becoming to Portland, Oregon and becoming a, a writer for the Portland Trailblazers because I wasn't getting opportunities for a full-time sports writer job here. So we talked about it. My wife and I discussed it and we said, do we want to move out there? Because we looked at a home online in the same neighborhood as the goondocks from the Goonies. My son would have gone to the school from kindergarten cop. We would have been out in Astoria. And I said, let's let's do it. 
but at the time, you know, my son was young and, and uh, of course we've got so much family here and it's a long journey to make back for Christmas and Thanksgiving and all that stuff. So, you know, we, we decided ultimately not to, to pursue it any further, but yeah, I was to, in order to get a full-time job doing what I wanted my career to be, I thought about moving to the other side of the country because that's what it would have taken. Anyway, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning there, Tim. Can I play for that job? <laughs> you are there all the time. You do give us reports. I, <laughs> well, I, I, feel, I feel like I should at least buy a lunch one time, Gilly, for, for all the uh, info you give us. You know, I want to bring up something that happened last night and uh, meeting before that the day before. You know, you got Linda Morad and Brian Gomes getting on the radio and they spin things around and not a true word comes out of their mouth. So, But last night, while it was funny, they, you go into the chambers, they even move the podium more to the left. And, you know, I sit there by behind there with a sign and I get on TV. So they move the podium. They took benches out. But the last time was something that uh, they have those 10 rules on the podium where they got all the agendas as you come in. Rule number two is no hats. Rule number eight is visitors shouldn't have food or water, you know, like drinks mm-hmm. in the chambers. Well, the meeting took a long time because it was finance last night. Now, that, those are the, their rules, her, her rules. That's why I call her a tyrant. See, Ryan Pereira asked for a bathroom break. Okay? And they they gave it to him. Linda Moira gets up and asks, she goes to the person that's right next to me sitting on a bench. Do you want some water? She skips me, goes to a lady that's there. Would you like some water? And went and asked another person, do you want some water? Didn't ask me which... I wouldn't accept it anyways. I was afraid she might do something to it. But the bottom line is... I don't know about that, Kelly. <laughs> listen, I wouldn't put anything past them. Too. But the bottom line is, it's her rule that says no water in the chambers. That the part that gets me is if Gilly Safiola does something, they call the cops. Well, the same rules. That, that meeting before that, they're having a meeting, the thing is in session, and people are talking. And she's over there videotaping me because I got a sign that says about when they asked for all um, media to be there, and they all showed up. But they also asked, I, I, the sign says, they asked for the New Bedford Housing Commissioners to be there, and nobody showed up, and they got jurisdiction over them. She was taking pictures of me. On the, uh, She wasn't even paying attention. And there's a picture that you can see me on her phone. Well, I, mean, I, 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 I can take huh? pictures and pay attention at the same time. Yeah, but not everybody can, though. I, I agree with you. She's more interested in, you know, controlling that city council. She's changed them. They took the TV down. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. But the bottom line is, why don't they just get rid of the the, the rule? Just get rid of it. And you got a picture. I got a picture, as a matter of fact, with the with uh, Dennis Farias. He was there as a guest. He was an invited guest to talk about what they want to do with um, uh, the Facebook thing for the mm-hmm. city cop. So they put him on a t- on the um, podium. He goes up there with a bottle of water. 
I mean, I know he works there, but he wasn't working at that time. He was a guest. He was invited to discuss it. So what's he doing? What's he, why is he allowed to go at the podium with a, with a bottle of water? Nobody else. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would think, you know, I understand not wanting to have food in there. I understand, you know, not wanting to have, like, soda in there and things that, like, when you open it, it's going to go, and everybody's going to hear it. I understand. That I understand. But a bottle of water, I think, would be be a reasonable thing. Right. Then take the rules off the thing. Well, maybe we'll ask her about it next week. We'll we'll see what her her water position is. Water position. I mean, every position that she's been taking lately is against the mayor. Why hasn't anybody said to the New Bedford uh, commissioners for housing, why didn't you show up? How come nobody's pursuing that? I don't know. We'll have to look into it. I got, I got to hold you there, Gilly, because I'm late for the break. Thank you. Thank you for the call. All right, we we got to take a break. 508-996-0500. We'll be back in a few. Welcome back in 508-996-0500 or hit us up on AppChat on the WBSM app. As uh, always whining in New Bedford. I'm sorry, always watching in New Bedford. Wait, is it always whining? I can't read it, but I'm judging by the comments that she always sends in. Anyway, uh, always watching. No, I think it's whining. Says, uh, gripping yawn radio today, crickets. Yet you're still listening. So what does that say about you? You must be one of the most boring people on earth that you can't come up with something better if you feel like it's uh, it's that boring. But uh, we do have some breaking news to report to you. Uh, a couple of things. First of all, let me touch upon really quickly. You've heard Kate Robinson reporting about the student at Mass Maritime who was found dead in her dorm room Wednesday morning. She has now been identified as 22-year-old Amanda Robinson of Belmore, New York. Uh, she was a senior at the school and set to graduate this spring. A preliminary investigation indicates she died due to a pre-existing medical condition and her death is not believed to be suspicious. So that's an update on that. Uh, then also there is breaking news this morning out of the Bristol County House of Correction. Uh, Kate has the story up at WBSM.com and on the app. Uh, multiple anonymous sources reported what one called, quote, a full-blown riot ongoing at the jail just before 10 a.m. this morning. Unconfirmed reports that Dartmouth Fire District 3 has responded to a fire at the facility. Um, Bristol County Sheriff's Office spokesperson Jonathan Darling has confirmed to WBSM News said, quote, we have an incident going on with inmates in one of the housing units and that they're still, quote, gathering details. So uh, Sheriff Paul Haro is going to have a media availability. Uh, looks like Marcus Farrow is heading over there to uh, be present for that and to find out more information. What I can tell you now is... Uh, Channel 5, WCV, WCVB, has some additional details because they have deployed their Sky 5 chopper to the scene. Our WBSM chopper is still in the shop, so we couldn't we couldn't send our helicopter over to, to get to get any uh, additional information or footage. But the video from Sky 5, according to Channel 5, showed windows inside the minimum security prison blocked by cardboard boxes and sheets. Uh, at one point, a person deployed a fire extinguisher out of one of the windows as several officers were gathering outside the building. A person also tossed what appeared to be a security camera and a damaged phone out of the same window. 
So this is what's going on at the Bristol County House of Correction. And it's interesting It's interesting because when we talked about the footage that was released from the quote-unquote riot at the ICE Detention Center uh, back on May 1st of 2020, those videos were released last week. We, we have, have them up at WBSM.com and on the app for you to see them all, all 30 videos. Uh, they were all just handheld camera videos. There was no surveillance footage there. And it's, we were told it's because that um, re- giving out the information will reveal the location of those surveillance cameras. So I don't know if in the regular uh, House of Correction um, residential unit there, if, if there was the housing unit there, if there w- were cameras that were conspicuous or if they were hidden. So I don't know what the nature of what that camera might have been that they were throwing out the window, but... You know, those are just some additional details that Channel 5 was able to see because they have their helicopter up over the House of Correction and they can, you know, kind of zoom in on that. So we'll keep you up to date on that. As I said, Marcus is heading over there for the media availability. Kate's following along with it in the newsroom and in communication with the sheriff's office. So, but right now, those are the details that we have to provide for you and you can find out more about it at WBSM.com and on the app. And I would recommend going there to stay up to date with all of the latest information about this case. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll let you know what we know when we know it. And I really would be interested in finding out what the, what the cause is about this too. And I'm sure a lot of folks are out there saying, see, see, everybody wanted to blame Sheriff Hodgson for the riots, but now this is happening under Sheriff Hero. Well, riots are going to happen, unfortunately, anyway. But it's it, like I said, it'll be interesting to see what the issue was that brought this about. 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in. App chat if you want to send in a text. Open line if you want to send in a voicemail that we can play on the air. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. You were on WBSM. Oh, hold on. There we go. You were on WBSM. Hey, good morning, Ken. How are you? So what's the master plan for the weekend for you? Uh, I got a lot going on. I got a family party on Sunday, going to a concert in Boston Sunday night. Uh, tomorrow, don't know if we're doing spooky, but I've got a whole bunch of stuff I got to catch up on at home. So had you got that helicopter you wanted just before COVID, you would have been able to take care of this weekend in a flash, right? Uh, it would have certainly helped with the parking in Boston. If they could have just lowered me down on the Rose Kennedy Greenway and I could have jumped out and walked over into the... I'm going to see uh, 80s pop star Tiffany. Oh, nice. Good for you, brother. Yeah, I, I saw, always liked I, her. You were, I mean, that's my era, you know. And, I yeah, saw her in, in Yarmouth at the Music Room a few months ago, and it was a great show. Um, but it was not, like, the full show for this tour. Like, sure. this is now the full production with the full band. So, um, And uh, there's there's a possibility I might get to... Might get to meet her because I, I wrote a nice story about it before and uh, wrote about the charity for that she she represents for her tour manager and so he said hey if you're going to be around let me know so you know maybe maybe I'll get a chance to say hi to her. Nice. Um, I was listening with both the council Stone and uh, Linda and uh, I, I like good show and I like both of them and I've known them both for years we've worked on things together. I don't always agree with them just like you and I don't always agree. It's about how you handle it. And in the whole scheme of life, whatever the issue is that you are so stressed out about, you're out of control, you're still going to think about it. You're supposed to be an adult. How are you handling it? And and the biggest part I got out of that whole show was times are changing, things are changing. Have an open mind. 
nothing has to be so rock solid. So, yeah, I mean, um, uh, there there has to be fluidity because what you are uh, concerned about is you know something that you haven't seen in action yet. Maybe once you see it in action, those concerns can kind of fade away a little bit, and then you can nick and tuck a little bit and modify it. Sure. It's bottom line is it's new for us and it hasn't been here. It doesn't. Yeah, you can learn from other people in other places like the Lost Island in Colorado, but it's our city. Let's take a look at it and say a year down the road, review and say, okay, what's working, what's not working. Let's modify this, but we've got to get this rolling We're behind the eight ball again, like so many other things. So, hey, I, in the midst of your crazy world, what are you doing right after you get off the air today? Uh, I have uh, some meetings and some articles that I have to write. Oh, bummer. I was hoping that I can meet you at Dillon's specifically, station-related. What's, what's going on um, at Dillon's? In the near future, you see my number on the screen. Give me a shout. We'll do. Well, businesses I, that want to get connected to you guys. Yeah, I'll probably. I, I can send you a message on Facebook. I know we're connected there. That's probably the easiest way to get me. All right, and then we'll, we'll connect it up that way. Yep, sounds good. Okay, have a great weekend. All right, my take it easy. Uh, 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in. And uh, you can also, again, you can send messages on the WBSM app. You can send in open line voicemail messages on the WBSM app. So there are lots of um, lots of ways to reach out and to get your voice heard. Uh, again, Marcus is going to be heading over to the media availability at the Bristol County House of Correction, uh, the Sheriff Paul Haro is going to be addressing this, what's being described as a riot that's going on at one of the housing units at the House of Correction. Uh, according to Channel 5's helicopter reporting, you know, they have the uh, the helicopter up in the air there and they're able to kind of see in. You know, they've, they've got their cameras. If you've never seen the way that these television cameras work, uh, their cameras have terrific magnification on them they can zoom in on things from far away and certainly they put the best of the best up in the helicopter for that very reason as we saw you know just just the other day we were observing the anniversary of the boston marathon bombings and how much of that footage of that chase did we get from helicopters being able to get right in there on the scene right into where uh sarnayev was hiding in the boat like these what they can do up there in those choppers is amazing and so they were able to see into what was going on and they talked about fire extinguishers being thrown out the window um a surveillance camera being thrown out the window uh, windows being blocked out and, and covered with cardboard so because i think that the the inmates know that uh the helicopters will be able to see what's going on in there so i again we don't know what the cause of this is we don't know any more details uh but sheriff Rowe is going to have a press availability shortly and uh, marcus will report to us what is going on over there and kate's working on getting more information as well so stay tuned to us we will make sure that we have all the information for you as soon as we know it right now i'm going to take another break uh we have plenty of time left if you want to call in and sound off 508-996-0500 be right back I ever saw in my life were Joe Walsh and the Eagles. 
So he's just he's he's so great to see live, and uh, and he definitely stole the show even with the Eagles. And that was I saw them on the History of the Eagles tour, which I believe is the last one with uh, with Glenn Fry. So certainly very fortunate to have seen a lot of the shows that I have. That was uh, I had a boss at my last cooking job who knew that I was underpaid and felt bad because he couldn't give me more money. Uh, and he loved to go to concerts all summer long. He would just go to concerts all the time. So he would take me to a couple of shows every summer. It's like a bonus. And, uh, you know, took me to U2 one time, took me to Joe Walsh, took me to the Eagles. So uh, thanks, Bob. But uh, speaking of concerts, I was going over with Casey yesterday all of the concert giveaways that we're going to have coming up for you because we are getting into, you know, the summer concert time and there's a lot of great shows coming up. And we have lots of tickets to lots of great shows to be able to give away to you. And let me just, you know what? Rather than keep it all a surprise, I'm, I'm going to tell you who we're going to be giving away some tickets to including very soon giving away tickets to three-day passes to Boston Calling. We did it last year. We're going to do it again this year. Uh, last year, of course, we were promoting it as being headlined by the Foo Fighters, and uh, they couldn't play, obviously, because of the death of, of uh, Taylor Hawkins. But we will have the the headliners this year are Foo Fighters, uh, along with Alanis Morissette, who pulled out last year She'll be because she was also close to Taylor. Uh, he was her drummer before he joined the Foo Fighters. She'll be there this year. Paramore is going to be there. The Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, the Lumineers, so many great bands over the course of three days. And we are going to have passes for all three days. So when you win, you're going to get to go to all three days. And uh, we'll be giving those away. We're going to have tickets to one of the hottest shows of the summer, Ed Sheeran. We're going to have Ed Sheeran tickets for you coming up in just a few weeks as well. Uh, we're going to be, you've heard Brett Michaels on the show, introducing your morning metal. Brett Michaels is, has given us tickets to give away to his upcoming uh, event at the Xfinity Center. So we will have that as well. We're going to be giving away tickets to Nickelback. And we're going to be giving away tickets to country artist Sam Hunt. So these are just some of these shows that we have coming up. And we're working on getting many, many more to be able to give away to you throughout the course of the summer because I like being able to give away things. I like being able to give away especially concert tickets because to me that's what a radio station is for, right? You know how many concerts I've been to over the years that I went to because I won tickets off the radio? Uh, this is before I worked in radio. Now I'm ineligible. Now I cannot legally enter to win. But you can. And we'll have all the details for you coming up. But who did I see based on, on, on radio giveaways? Got to see Tori Amos at the P-Pack with a, with a meet and greet, which, you know, at the time I was dating my wife and she was the world's biggest Tori Amos fan, so that was that was huge. Uh, Lilith Fair I went to because I won tickets off the radio. I uh, got to see Hart. Uh, of course, the Rolling Stones. The one time I've seen them was because I won tickets off the radio station that we used to have here, WKKB. So I'm, I've always been somebody who has had the phone in my hand, at least before I worked in radio, had the phone in my hand whenever they were giving away tickets. And I won tickets to a lot of shows 
uh, over the years by doing that. So I know what it's like to be somebody that wants to to win those tickets, and I want to be able to bring them to you. So we've got a whole lineup of shows, plus many, many more coming. But I can tell you right now, those Boston Calling tickets, it's like $700 value to get a pair of three-day passes. Huge. Those Ed Sheeran tickets, everybody wants them. And we're going to have five pairs of tickets to give away. Huge. But when I said to, to when I said to Casey and I said to Jackson from Fun 107 who helps pull together a lot of these tickets, when I said I want to be able to give away concert tickets to the audience on WBSM, I want to be able to reward them for listening. They said, you know what, we'll we'll make it happen. But I didn't expect we'd be getting the big big shows like we've gotten. So uh, I'm so excited to be able to uh, to give you the chance to win those coming up in just a few weeks. So, and then they'll be staggered throughout the course of the summer. Some of these shows are are late summer, some of them are September. So we're going to stagger it out so that you know you don't have to you don't have to worry about picking which one you want to enter. So uh, we will do that as we get closer into the season. But uh, I would say oh maybe in a couple of weeks. Stay tuned for more information about trying to win those Boston Calling three day passes. So maybe there is a, a concert that you are already planning on going to this summer. It seems to me like there are a lot more. Last year was a big return to concerts. But it seems like there's even more stuff happening this year. And I, I, I don't know if it's a matter of that we're getting, like, pre-pandemic, how would this year have compared to other years? Even then, it seems like there's a lot more going on, a lot more big artists touring, uh, right now, everybody's clamoring for Taylor Swift tickets. Um, I Some of the shows that I'm looking forward to, you know, John Mellencamp at the PPAC, uh, Peter Gabriel, TD Garden, Sting playing at the uh, MGM Fenway. Like, there's so many great things that are happening. And, and I think we're going to get some pretty legendary shows taking part in this area. And of course, I'm still still planning, still planning to try to get to Las Vegas sometime this fall. Even if I have to like leave here and fly in, go right to the arena, see the concert, get right back on a flight and come back. I'm fine with that. If that's what it takes to see U2 during their residency, where they're going to be playing Octung Baby in its entirety. There's songs from that album that I've never seen them perform live that I want to see perform live. Although I think most of it I've seen live. I'd have to go back and look at the set list. I can't remember them all. Anyway, going to take our final break of the hour. Before we do that, though, if you're looking for a place to have a great breakfast this weekend, well, look no further than just another Phoenix restaurant in Dartmouth because that's where you can get all of your breakfast favorites, everything that you would expect to find in a breakfast menu. They have lunch, too, but everything that you would expect to find is on the menu, but they also have a specials menu pretty much every day and definitely every weekend where they have some different new ideas, things that you never would have thought of. Like my favorite, the Boston cream French toast. But they always have great things. They always have interesting omelets. They always have sandwiches. And they do a good job when they put out that special menu of trying to have something in each category. So if you're in the mood for a sandwich, they'll have a different sandwich that you might never have had before. If you're thinking about an omelet, they will have an omelet that you haven't considered. But they try to also make sure that they take even the favorite things that you like and have a twist on them as well, like a cheese roll. You can go to a cheese roll and 
you can get a cheese roll in pretty much any breakfast place in the area, right? And you can either get one that's a plain cheese roll or maybe a linguisa cheese roll. Well, at Just Another Phoenix, they'll put any meat in there that you want. They can do that there. And also, I've had their cheese rolls. They are phenomenal. And I've had them in a lot of places, but theirs are the best. So check them out. Just Another Phoenix Restaurant in Dartmouth. If you can't go there and stay there and spend time you know, with your friends, with your family, even by yourself having breakfast inside the restaurant, you can get the full menu available through their drive through window so you can grab it, take it home, take it to the office, take it to the beach, take it to wherever it is that you need to be this weekend. And, uh, and you'll be able to get all of it right there through that drive through window. Just another Phoenix located on Fonz Corner Road in Dartmouth. <laughs> That's the new track from Foo Fighters. And again, they will be the headline act of the uh, Friday night, I believe, of Boston Calling this year happening over Memorial Day weekend. And we're going to have tickets to give away three-day passes. We'll be giving away pairs of three-day passes to Boston Calling coming up very soon. So you want to stay tuned for all the information about that and how to enter. So uh, very excited to have new music from the Foo Fighters who have had a very tough year with the loss of their drummer, Taylor Hawkins, and their friend. And uh, and now they have new music out and we will get to be one of the first places where they perform this new music. The Boston Calling Show is one of the first. I think their first show is going to be in New Hampshire and then they'll be doing Boston Calling right after that. So it'll be uh, interesting to see what happens there. All right, well, that's going to do it for me for today. Stay tuned. Coming up after Bill O'Reilly, Barry Richard will be here, and his uh, guest right out of the gate, right at 1215, will be former Bristol County Sheriff Tom Hodgson. He'll be joining Barry to talk about, well, I, I presume, what's going on over at the jail. Uh, there is currently a... A, uh, a riot happening at the House of Correction in Dartmouth. That's the way that it's been characterized to us. Kate Robinson has the story up at WBSM.com and on the app. Marcus is heading over for the press availability with Sheriff Haro to find out more information. And, of course, we will keep you up to date with everything that we can uh, on that throughout the day at WBSM.com, on the WBSM app, and here on the radio. So that's going to do it for me for today. Everybody out there, have a great weekend. Enjoy the rest of your Friday. And as always, enjoy every sandwich. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.